Quap. Oh, man. All right, here's the other one. Quap. Oh, man, I only got two. Hey, the awesome Porter Baldwin here. We are going to try in the next month or so to lay down some more music here. So uh, we can get Porter, uh, get some new tracks out there. Uh, always love uh, hearing Porter. So, And it's over already, man. I get distracted looking at the board here. I got to pay attention here. Hey, welcome to the Sanguine Podcast, a podcast all about the wonderful, intense walk with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father. Some people call it Christianity, which is what it is, but Christian and the term Christian has come to mean so little and so much at the same time. And so I'm very specific as I define it because we are not interested in religion. We're not interested in some ritual or some phony tradition. We're interested in traditions that promote meaning and substance into a life, a walk of faith. And so as I and many of you out there and some of you who are just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm listening because you're kind of a dork and you're kind of funny. But those of us that follow Jesus and we're on the adventure with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit, and uh, he is impacting our lives, helping us fulfill what he says in the... Wow, don't do that in podcasting. I will not edit that out because, yeah, I do that from time to time. But he says, I have come, and that is Jesus, but that was planned with the Father and the Holy Spirit, that you may have life and have it to the full. And he's not talking about eternal life because eternal life is full and forever. He's talking about the life down here. Now, there's the bonus, you know. As seen on TV special, no, as seen in the Holy Scriptures, the letter, the love letter to us that uh, eternal life is a wonderful benefit. But the life down here with Jesus, even though he has some promises that I don't care so much for in this world, you will have trouble. But he also says, be of a good cheer because I've overcome the world. So we get to have victories. So it's pretty awesome down here. And so that's what this podcast is about. So long intro. I'm Tom Baldwin. This is a Sanguine, sanguine podcast. If you don't know what Sanguine means, it means Uh, A very optimistic, like hopeful attitude during dark times. And as we live our lives full of stress and the different things, sometimes it can become dark. And because of this relationship we have with Jesus, and if you're on the outside, I encourage you, this is a bonus. And, you know, this is something that you can just try. You know, it's not like I guarantee that if you try it, you're going to like it. But you're not like joining a cult or something like that. You're just like, dude, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I gotta, I gotta quit with all the disclaimers. This life with Jesus is just, it is, it is truly awesome. And, uh, I just want to welcome you, you know, as uh believers and we're able to have this opportunity, this optimistic view of life because there is power and there is substance and prayer and relationship with Jesus truly makes a difference. So, with that, all that intro, that's the Sanguine Podcast. And the Sanguine Podcast has a website at sanguinefaith.com, which has the podcast player 
on it. It also has ways that you can support me if you choose to do that. There are different ways. You just need to know that those of you that have supported me financially and those of you that just send encouragement, I so appreciate that. The audience is growing. Thank you for sharing the podcast, but I use any funds that come in for like upgrading. You see this microphone. There's a cool soundboard down here. There's a camera. That all goes into giving back to you. I do this podcast because I believe in people. I believe in community and I believe in this faith walk, this adventure with Jesus. I believe in it so much that I invest my time and money. And as you come alongside and support, it goes into that. Currently, my brother has helped me by updating uh, my storage capabilities, because as I'm producing videos and you're like, well, I haven't seen any, it's because videos are more work and I just don't have the storage capacity on my computer. So my brother has been helping me with that. So super cool in that regard. You can also contact me at 406BigT at gmail.com. And thank you for those that send me encouragements. And you can always suggest subject matter. I appreciate your insights. Sometimes some of you like continue the conversation, which is super awesome with your own insights. And I so appreciate it because you are the ones making a difference out there. Such an awesome community here locally, those of us that meet on Friday night, but you out there in podcasts all around the world, you are totally surpassing the audience and the people that we have on Friday night. So thank you. I so appreciate you. So let's get into the subject matter today. The little intro there is referring to when Jesus talks about if someone strikes you on the cheek, you strike on the other cheek. And Jesus in the scriptures, you can find it in the New Testament, gives us a lot of examples how to handle situations that maybe are a conflict in a way that we wouldn't think is the right way to do it. In our culture and the way that I was raised, I have this intense desire to be right and not to be wronged and that everything against me, everything in me goes against being wrong. But yet Jesus, as he so often does, he comes contrary to what our perceptions are and how we view what is right and what is good for us. He gives numerous examples. He talks about, you know, how many times should I put up with this 70 times seven? You know, not that that is a magic number because it's not. It just means a heck of a lot. And he talks about, you know, if someone asks you to carry them this far and that we know in the Roman culture that legally, like the subject nations were um, obliged to carry like Roman, uh, I believe it was just soldiers, but it could have been citizens a certain distance, I believe it was maybe a half mile or a mile. And Jesus talks about carrying them that extra distance. He also talks about, you know, when you're insulted, the counted a blessing. And what is all of that. It is so counterintuitive. And when we think of Jesus, and I, and maybe this is just my perception, but this is the perception I get with talking to a lot of people, that Jesus was meek and mild and he was kind of agreeable, you know, in this current culture, like with mask wearing, and you've, you've heard my opinion on masks. It's, it's, you know, it is my opinion. And obviously I believe it is right, but I, I also hear the other side but in this current culture, and I'm going to use this, you're like, Tom, please just drop the whole mask issue. Will you just get off your mask? Well, it, it kind of fits into this because people are like, what would Jesus do? And it has been a common phraseology. And I think people answer that question without actually reading what Jesus did, because it is the perception of who Jesus is that they're operating under. And, and Jesus wouldn't promote conflict Oh my gosh, that's not true. Jesus promoted a lot of conflict. Man, when you hear him talk to the Pharisees, was he a provoker when he says whitewashed tombs? 
and uh, always confrontation. Jesus had many confrontations. He just, uh, we read about his acts of mercy and his miracles, but not only was it controversy, but he was in controversial situations. Oh, where where am I going with all of this? There are so many places that I could go, and uh, I'll probably add on to and build onto this later because you know there are other aspects. And uh, unfortunately, I'm just going to touch on this, but Christianity tends to draw what I would call um, people that like the rules and regulations and control. And I think because the Christianity, not the Christianity Jesus set up, but sometimes in the Old Testament, you know, there were all these rules and laws that had to be followed. And so some of that has translated into the New Testament and that it is a form of righteousness, which it no longer is because our only righteousness is Jesus. And the acts and the different things come out of our gratitude of salvation. And they play nothing to do with us viewing as as righteous, only Jesus does. But these people enter that in because there are certain churches and denominations that have rules like, you know, don't drink, don't smoke, you know, different rules about, you know, the interactions with men and women and dresses. And the rules just go on and on and they translate into a lot of situations. And that tends to play in with dysfunctional people like what I have been for a long time. If you've listened to my other podcast where I talk about dark psychology and another term for dark psychology is just a control freak where this person, and this was me, and it still is me to some degree, but I'm always moving into different stages of deliverance, but needs to control the aspects of life and loves rules because they can be a great policeman and enforce the rules of people around them and cause other people to fall into compliance when they come into relationship. And it's absolutely not based on the reality of who Jesus was. Jesus came in and he broke all kinds of boundaries, even, you know, well, (laughs) with the Pharisees, you know, with interactions with women, with interactions with the impoverished, with interactions with the disease, even interactions with his disciples and the manners they ate. I mean, you, you find a rule and Jesus found a place to break it because what he wanted to convey, and this is probably in the next podcast, but I'm kind of on a roll here. And so I'll just go with it. That people, that is his bride, okay? That is his bride, people, that is us, are more important than the rules. Powerful, powerful. And we'll go there. But when I started out the podcast with, you know, the turning the other cheek, it is this thing that I have been confronted with my whole life. But the power, and I believe I've talked about this in other podcasts, the power that Jesus is trying to convey, and he uses it in multiple examples, but it's the killing, it is the beating down of that little punk, that little squatty punk that thinks he's like a big shot called our ego or our self-esteem that gets in the way and our need to be right and our need to not be offended and our need to not be wrong that prevents us from entering into the most extreme power source and substantive foundation that is out there. And that is having our identity based in who we are. And more specifically, as a believer, as who we are in Christ, that we bear no righteousness on uh, on our own. We cannot do anything to make us righteous. Now, not everybody out there believes that even though that you're a Christian, you still believe that you have good works. Okay, that's not necessarily 
abnormal. I think it's fairly normal because our desire is that we have been grown up, and especially in our culture, that our worth is based on our performance. But in Christianity and believing that we are created beings, that we are loved just for who we are. Even those of you out there that haven't entered the faith, you are loved by Jesus for who you are. Even though you haven't accepted the work that he has done, you are still loved. Mind-blowing. And so when that begins to penetrate into us, believing that we can't do anything that brings any kind of righteousness to ourselves, it's only out of our gratitude for what Jesus did, that we produce good works. But then we, our egos, die because we can't do anything to produce our own righteousness. So that little punk called Ego or Igor, because he is gory and he is ugly and he makes our lives ugly. And when he shows his face, he scares the crap out of the people around us and they don't like us because he's awful. And this self-esteem, this fragile thing that we need to control the situations around us and we need to be right to protect this fragile structure that we've created based on these things that we can control. And that is not being wronged, not being offended. But Jesus, if you read the scriptures, it's almost like he says, go out there, get offended, get hurt, get beat up because he wants to see that ego die because then he knows that you'll enter the realm And this is the realm, and this is the rock foundation right here. Listen up. When you're to that place and these things happen to you and it doesn't crush you, you're just like, wow, I get to serve this person. I get to show forgiveness. You get to exercise these incredible fruits, forgiveness, mercy, compassion, Yes, those are power and those have energy in them because when you try to control the situations and you try to control, we'll use me as an example, this fragile ego that needs like compliments from people around it based on, you know, that I put a good podcast and so you send me a nice email that says, oh, Tom, good podcast. And then I'm like, oh, I did something good. I'm a, I'm a good person. No, when I do these podcasts and I'm sure that some of you out there choose to be offended, like how I worded that. Because you know what? I'm speaking. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm trying to give you a different perspective, get you to think and get you to form your own perspective. But you always have the opportunity to choose to be offended. But I don't need your compliments. And actually, sometimes I get fed more when there's a little pushback. Now, I always appreciate a thumbs up and a pat on the back. And a lot of you will do that and say, I don't necessarily agree with you. I love that because you're thinking for yourself. But as I transition and I allow myself in these situations where I choose to be wrong, I choose to find the place where I was at fault. And I choose to make that a leverage point to leverage myself into this energy realm that Jesus talked about, and it's humility and it's lowness of spirit. This is superhuman power in this realm. And Jesus demonstrated it because when he went to the cross, he was a hundred percent right, but he allowed himself to be wrong and to be wronged and to be hung with criminals. But what did he win? 
<laughs> yeah, you and I and everyone, the forgiveness, the righteousness that is not based on performance. Okay, who were we supposed to be imitators of? Him. Hey, go out there and be like Jesus. Practice getting wronged. Practice getting slapped. Practice being offended. Well, don't get offended. It's always a choice to be offended. That was not necessarily a good example, but practice going out there and getting, bam, bam, hit on one cheek, hit on the other cheek, serving beyond what is required of you because it helps press that ego, beat that ego, dissolve that ego, that thing. Igor, it's gory to kill that thing that you can have humility of spirit and you can do the great things like Jesus did. You can become the reconciler of men because you can be wrong. You can be the first one to take the first step to reconcile a relationship and you can be the one that takes all the steps. It's not dependent on the other person. You're like, well, I'll ask for forgiveness. So then they ask forgiveness. Well, it's always great if it works that way, but it doesn't always work that way because sometimes the person and we're all in different spots with our growth. And so there's absolutely no judgment here, but you be that person. You be Jesus, okay? You go against the grain. You be wrong so you can make things right. Man, if you didn't get that, rewind it and listen to it again. That is power. I am giving you pure adrenaline energy potential here by taking the higher road, which is the low road, which is the road of humility. The scriptures, man, if you decode them and you don't even have to go that far, but they have incredible power tools for being superhuman in this life to being a supernatural relationship builder, restorer. Is it hard? Yeah, it hurts like Oh, man, can I tell you that ego is the biggest wuss out there anytime he or she takes a ow, 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 and whine, man, does it whine? Holy cow, is it a whiner? But hey, as uh, I finish up this podcast, I so appreciate you. And hey, just let ego die. Just continue to go out there and be like Jesus. Be contrary. Be uh Go against the grain. And hey, Sanguine, you are a light. I so appreciate you. You are making a difference. And hey, how you can make a difference for me is to rate me on Apple Podcasts. If I make you laugh or there are things that you're just like, hey, that was really good. Five stars is fantastic. For some reason, the rating system is a little rigged. Four stars doesn't matter. So if you give me five stars, so appreciated. I always love to hear from you at 406bigtgmail.com. And uh, sanguinefaith.com is the website. Hey, have a fantastic week. Let me just pray for you. Ah, Holy Spirit, just uh, put your uh, fire and passion in everyone listening. Help their light to just shine extra bright this week. And uh, just thank you. Just put encouragement in them. And uh, uh, those of you out there that have unsolvable problems, I just declare that the solutions are coming as they're already on their way. And so, hey, I'm going to hit the ending music here. I got to look to see. Yep, we're in the right thing. So Porter Baldwin wrapping us up here. Hey, yeah.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.